Hi, my name is Molly Schulte Tucker, and I have the privilege of pastoring the good people of Ridgewood Baptist Church in Louisville, Kentucky. January of 2023, we are embarking on a journey through the Psalms with all my heart. The Psalms express every human emotion to God, from anger to joy, from resentment to acceptance. The poetry and prose and prayers show us that the psalmist didn't quite have God figured out either, but continued to pray and praise and trust. In this series on the Psalms, we'll talk about the beauty of these scriptures and where we might find the musings of our own hearts echoed. In Clarksville, Tennessee, Jim... My grandmother and granddaddy's house sat up on a hill. Well, not driving in. As you came in, it was ground level, but as you drove around, it went downward. And from where you parked to get into the sunroom, there were three paths you could take. If you were one of the little adventurous cousins, you tried to take the straight up hill head on. Or you might walk far, far to the left and take the grade as it went up slowly. Or right in the middle was a set of step stones that took you right up to their back door. So whether you are carrying a bag of Christmas presents or a casserole into their house, or a duffel bag or a backpack full of toys, if you chose to take the stepping stone route, which most of us did most of the time, you still have to watch your feet and make sure you wouldn't slip or slide. But each of those stones was important to not hit the mud or the grade of the hill. So when Pastor Hollis used the image of the stepping stones, it kind of looks like Candyland up here earlier. My mind goes back to the stepping stones at my grandmother and granddaddy's house. And I, I wonder if I asked you to think of a place where there are stepping stones. Maybe there are one or two core memories where you remember whether it was a, a home or a playground or a creek bed or what have you, where a certain path was marked just by simple steps. I know it's ironic. If you've, if you've been attending here at Ridgewood, you know over the last several weeks, we've been talking about the Psalms in worship as the basis of our worship. We created this heart of things that bring us joy a few weeks ago. And so I know it's ironic that on the day, our, our final day in this worship series, we read the Lord's Prayer. That seems a little off kilter when we've been reading from the Psalter for the last five or six weeks as our preaching text. You may know 
that the Psalter has about 150 psalms. It's right in the middle of the Bible. If you were to let it drop open in the middle, that's how I was taught to find the book of Psalms. Let it drop. It's about 150, some which are repeated, some which are stuck together with another one. So we say about 150 that you'll find in your Bible. And the beautiful thing about Psalms is that they've been used as individual prayers and petitions and liturgies, but also they are used in communal worship now for thousands of years. So anytime like we did for our call to worship today, when we join in saying a Psalm together, we are actually joining a chorus of thousands of years of our spiritual ancestors who have been praying these same prayers and now in 2023 we have the privilege to step into those words and bring them new life how beautiful the psalms tell us every emotion a human being can feel they talk about how we are crying out of the pit, from the pit of noise in our hearts. We can, you know, we can read Zion Psalms of those who first laid eyes on the city of Jerusalem, knowing that they would be safe with God. The Psalms tell us how to live a righteous life. They tell us how to treat one another. They also, Ask for God to have vengeance on enemies. <laughs> if you read through the Psalms, I hope you have affirmation that from the beginning of time until the end of time, we will all be human beings trying to find our way to God. And still, with 150 prayers, 150 petitions, probably more that are not contained in our text, the disciples stand before Jesus and say, teach us how to pray. 150 at least examples. And the disciples stand before Jesus and say, teach us how to pray. If I was Jesus, I'd say, open your textbook. It's right here. But luckily, Jesus was a, a bit more kind. Still, the disciples would have had knowledge of and maybe memory of the Psalter. They had heard it in worship services. They had probably prayed the prayers of the Psalter. And still, still. They stand before Jesus and say, teach us how to pray. So Jesus does. And his first words are, our father. Whoa, <laughs> our, like our father, like like dad, like parent, like Yahweh, father. Yes, our, our parent, our protector, our listener, our healer, our creator, name who God is to you. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is to heaven. Wait a second. We're trying to get to heaven. We're trying to do our righteous deeds so we might get to heaven. You're saying that now you want heaven to come to earth? Yes. Thy kingdom come here. A kingdom of justice and righteousness that we have not yet experienced. And then give us this day our daily bread. Just today because we have family coming next week. So if you could give us an advance on our bread, we would love that. And Jesus says, just today, tomorrow has enough worries of its own. Your daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive those who trespass against us. Jesus tells us that the way that we interact with God has direct implications for how we're going to interact with other people. And the way that we interact with other people has direct implications with how we will interact with God. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us. God, help us. God, free us. God, free us from this world. Lead us into righteousness. Every single one of those themes threaded throughout the Lord's prayer, we can also find in the Psalter, the book of Psalms. Theologian Dietrich Bonhoeffer says this. He says, we know that Jesus Christ, who is the word of God, teaches us to pray. The words which come from God then become the steps with which we find our way to God. So if you have found yourself troubled or in the pit of noise of the world, lonely, sad, broken, anxious, searching or seeking forgiveness, unsure of what to pray, our Father. If your heart is leaping, overwhelmed with joy and excitement, healthy with anticipation or eagerness, unsure of what's about to happen, Christ has given us this stepping stone who art in heaven. If your heart is empty, begin with the words that would shake the Roman world politically, but would forever redefine the relationship between humanity and the divine. Our Father who art in heaven. So when words don't come, when words won't come, find your way back to these stepping stones. Because we can always, always find our way back to God. Amen.